2: post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today
3: Ladies and gentlemen may I have your attention please You are listening to the Big Cruise Podcast
4: Okay as we hinted in the last episode this is a particularly exciting time because yes myself and Chris are uh, in Sydney and we are about to embark on the very first cruise to the Australia since the pandemic began. It has been two years, two months and some days. I can't remember the exact like amount. two
5: years, two months and two weeks or something. Something
4: like that, yeah.
5: And there she is, the Pacific Explorer.
4: Yeah, right in front of us. We are uh, about to set sail. It is a very exciting day as uh, Australian cruising gets underway with its very first ship. And of course, more ships will be coming online in the not too distant future. But Chris, we've got a few days ahead of us. We're uh, going to be on board. We're going to be sampling everything and getting to understand all the latest protocols that are obviously mm. in place. and. Uh, how that works with people embarking uh,
5: on the ship. Uh, But it's certainly very, very exciting. How are you feeling today? Very excited. Like, I don't know, it's a strange feeling where it feels like time has both been slow and all come together and there's a ship right in front of us and we're ready to embark and it feels kind of like normal again.
4: It does, it's weird because we've spoken about it for so, so long about like cruising will come back and it's here and it's on the horizon and now it is
5: here, yeah. It feels like yesterday that I was kind of on a ship. Yeah, it does, and you know, all of our sort of international friends who are inter-cruise have been returning to cruising over the last, you know, months, and Australia's been a little bit further behind, and it feels kind of like we've caught up with the rest of the world now. Yeah. can understand the excitement that everyone's had. So, Absolutely, it know, is. It's really cool. You can probably hear the smiles in our voices.
4: <laughs> well, let's, uh, let's recap, Chris, on what happened uh, today. So, obviously, uh, we... Um, are in Sydney, we've embarked the ship. Now we didn't embark together, you were earlier in the day, I was a lot later due to a few uh, little hiccups that I had, but I got here by the skin of my teeth. But uh, explain the process when you got to the terminal, Yeah. and guess how long it took you, uh, Curb, to the
5: gangway. Yeah, but before um, boarding the ship, actually, they allowed you to choose an embarkation time. Mm -hmm. I chose 12 uh, noon, which was a really good time to to board. It was one of the earlier slots. Um, In fact, I think it might have been the, the earliest when um, yep, we hands. arrived at the terminal, it was it was really quiet. Um, there was you know maybe about a hundred people or so um, disembarked out of the uh, out of the Uber. Mm-hmm. Um, there was people directing you to do the bag drops. Yep. They then checked your documentation because they're using Verifly with mm-hmm. pO to make sure that you have your um, vaccination status up to date and that you've done your COVID questionnaire and all that sort of yep. stuff. Um, so check that and your and your paperwork. Uh, were will brought through. Um, a little bit of waiting in the terminal, maybe ten, fifteen minutes. Um, actually, left the terminal a few times to go out and take photographs of the ship. Okay. Came back in. They remembered me, so there was no trouble, trouble <laughs> doing that. Um, and then they called us for embarkation, and uh, you know, it was a very quick process. Um, probably what, maybe fifteen, fifteen minutes. They were still learning the process, but yeah. the supervisors were there, sort of explaining to the, to the check-in staff exactly what to do. Uh, Verify made it quite a lot quicker, Yep, uh, and then we were sort of ushered through, and um, I didn't see anybody in front of us, so it could well be that I was the first. Well, claim it. You were the first person on board, on board Pacific Explorer. we were our first boarding group, I'm pretty sure, and um, they were very excited to see us as we, as we walked, walked on board, and I've actually got a little bit of video of my foot going across the gangway from, <laughs> you know, land, 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 ship! We're on a ship! <laughs> <laughs> it was very exciting. Cool. How about you? You came a bit later in the day might have been a bit busier. Yeah,
4: so I should have been embarking at 12 o'clock, but uh, I missed a couple of trains and by the skin of my teeth I did make it uh, to Sydney. Uh, I think about
5: quarter past three I
4: uh, got to the terminal. And uh, there were still people in the terminal, but there wasn't an awful lot, there was certainly no queues. I walked mm. straight out of the taxi, walked straight inside, they sent me straight to the, the check-in desk. I had also done VeriFly, which I had had a few hiccups with earlier in the week, mm. but I managed to make it work.
5: Yeah, we we had hiccups as well, but... Uh,
4: I think persevere with it, like it, it really, particularly it when it's going to be busy, it is going to save so much time yeah. in the terminal, because if you don't do those steps, you're going to have to do it in a manual process yeah. with the check-in staff, and if everybody's doing that, it's just going to make the queues longer. So get, try and get your head around VeriFly and how it works, and try and... Uh, get your, your information into that because it really does make a difference. I was probably less than five minutes from getting out of the taxi to walking up the gangway. But well, I was you saying, even quicker. I suppose yeah. because
5: they were already in, the process was already underway. Yeah, it's yeah. We had to wait for them to actually stop their briefing and then start actually calling people. Yeah. yeah. Um,
4: but I guess the the, the the advice to anybody that's coming on the, the next couple of voyages just have a bit of patience. You know, these people. They haven't been checking people in for, for more than two years. The whole system that they're now using is completely different. Um, so there are bound to be hiccups. Yeah. The IT is bound to play up every now and again. Just, uh, the take thing it is, thing you know, is, that being
5: said, that's probably one of the smoothest boarding processes I've ever had yeah. of any trip ever. So hats off to P&O for that. Exactly. Well and for,
4: I think for me, you know, I've never cruised on P&O, but walking up the gangway and... <laughs> having that ship smell, and I say don't say that in a bad way. Every ship has got that that ship smell, and it, it 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 just feels like home, doesn't you? It, yeah, it, it, you I actually that. got
5: some video of you walking up the gangway. Oh, did so you? Yeah, we
4: can. That's a couple of photos too. Ah. We got on the, on the show notes <laughs> maybe. <laughs> um, but I think for me, it's part of the whole embarkation. Um, I've never minded doing lifeboat drill in Sydney. Particularly, if you can look at Sydney Opera House or the bridge. Yeah. That's one of the better places to do it. But. This whole new system of uh, muster stations and lifeboat yeah, drill is moving so up. much better. Yep. And if we've benefited anything from COVID, mm. we need to give a little round of applause to the fact that
5: we don't have to go and get our life jackets and stand... Traps around the ship, yeah. And then fight mean, your way back to your cabin afterwards. Now they just get you to go to your muster station sometime during the first... before the ship sets sail, and you have to scan your cruise card. They give you a very, very brief little des- description of what would happen if there was an actual emergency. And then you're asked to watch the uh, emergency video, a bit like the airline emergency yeah. video on a TV. Um, and the, the uh, cabin uh, attendants will come in and check that you've done that. Just, yeah. to, just to ask to make sure you, you've done that. Um, but you know, there's a few things that, that I guess improved in COVID on land as well. You know, with uh, deliveries being yeah. without having to be signed, another yeah. little step. This is just another one of those that I don't think it will ever come back to the old way because yeah. uh, it just makes it so much simpler. Yeah. And some shipping lines back before the pandemic used to make you sort of line up next to your lifeboat with your jacket. Yep. That's all gone now, I think yeah, the no, in the past. it's definitely,
4: definitely behind us, and that's a good yeah. little tick in the, the right direction. Um, other things that kind of stood out to me um, on this this first day, I think, is just the crew. And I'm mm. probably gonna repeat mm-hmm. myself every day of this kind of bonus podcast, but you forget how good, the crew are yeah. um, and I, I generally say this doesn't matter if you're staying in the finest hotel in the world there is nothing like the service and the uh, the personalization that you get from crew on any yeah. cruise line um, and P&O are certainly ticking all the boxes there and um, of course remember your name they re- yeah. you know it, 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 it's just one of the highlights of
5: cruising for me uh, and I mean again you wouldn't know that they haven't been doing passenger service nah. for two years and two months would you it yeah. was, it's um, seamless seamless and it won't be right. seamless yeah. for everybody
4: there will be some hiccups I'm yeah. sure over the forthcoming cruises but um, well, so, far, so, so far so good yeah yeah, yeah no complaints
5: well done P&O. Well, again just like with embarkation it's one of the best crew experiences i think i've had yeah the crew's so happy to be here so happy to be back at sea even from down with the captain's announcements where yeah well so far um the embarkation welcome on board uh, he, he's just been so excited to, to have us back on the ship yep um and and the crew um you know coming into the cabin and that they were very excited to, mm-hmm. to see us on board and i think for another highlight it had to be the, the
4: sail away which was uh, a little bit delayed, I think we left about 30, 35 minutes after we were supposed to do. And uh, we got that moment of sailing under the beautiful Sydney Harbour Bridge, because, of course, we're departing from from White Bay. And, of course, the captain made his uh, historical announcement that this is the first time
5: since two years, I'm two months. I'm cheering on <laughs> this ship and a whistle.
4: But yeah, it was a, a nice touch, a very, very special moment for, for a lot of people, because a lot of people that are on the ship right now are heavily involved with uh, cruising they may be provisioners they may yeah. be uh, suppliers of different services to so the cruise industry mm. um, and it 's just a very very special moment
5: and of a course, lot of people with their phones out to capture that moment and the audio in fact we 've got some of the audio of the blasts. yeah we'll the we 'll include that yeah play it now <laughs>
4: Excellence, good, good reminder. Oh, it was such
5: a nice moment. <laughs>
4: um, and then, of course, we sailed out of, uh, through the, the heads and we had the first evening. And uh, we, uh, of course, were treated to uh, some great entertainment. We had uh, a great meal. Mm. Um, and again, going back to the crew service, the service and the restaurant, considering that is the first time they have ever yeah. served everybody. Exactly.
5: With, with um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was very good. Everyone was very um, sort of professional, friendly, attentive. Um, you know, and if there, if there were any slight hiccups on, on any, of the, uh, any of the food service, it was sorted out really fast. Yeah, you know. exactly. So, yep. um, and again, you know, P&O, it's, it's more of um, that kind of casual t- style dining. Yep. Um, you come in to the, to the main restaurant, we, we ate at the waterfront, which is the, the main dining room. Um, you don't have to have a reservation, you just turn up when, you, when you're ready. And th- they got through the queue of people coming in for meals very quickly, very mm-hmm. efficiently. Um, found us a nice, uh, a nice table and uh, friendly staff.
4: And speaking of the, the, the waterfront restaurants, I have never, as I said, sa- sailed on Australia, and let Australia. Unless, you know, not co- this is not a new ship. The ship's been around for, for quite a few years. Yeah. I think it's at least 20, mid 20 years old. Yeah. Um, she was that a restaurant Princess before she was Yeah, uh, city explorer. But that restaurant, she looks impressive. She yeah. looks like a brand new restaurant. That they, ship the ship looks good though, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah. yeah. I think the only place you can probably tell it is in the
5: cabins. They do look a little bit princer still. But yeah. you know, the public areas the public are areas. definitely P&O and are looking very, very good. What I like about the P&O restaurants as well is they've got the waterfront established in 2009. And of course, that predates when this ship became a P&O ship. But they <laughs> actually created the first waterfront restaurant on board Pacific Pearl. Yep. And so that's why it has that establishment date. And the same thing with the pantry, which is up on the top deck, yep. introduced on board Eden and Aria. It says established 2015. Yep. So there's a little bit of a connection there with those older ships that have since been retired. Yep, and I think one of the other favourite parts of the ship for me
4: is probably the uh, Explorer Hotel, which is actually mm. I guess a pub on board. Yeah, the pub it's just nice. got a really nice feel to it. It's uh, It just feels like a, a mix of an Aussie pub, but also uh, an ocean pub, for, for one of the better words. And uh, great entertainment, and I think that's a, probably another highlight as well that um, the entertainment on board. is is up there yeah Um, they uh, you know we're not selling on the newest hardware but they are certainly investing in the entertainment and the music
5: that's on board the ship it's been great there's some exciting shows to come actually so in coming days we can we can uh, go and see them and know what they're like there's a new new headline show I think on board as well yep I think we've uh, got tickets for that for uh, tomorrow tomorrow evening evening. yeah yeah Yeah. yeah. so that should be exciting Um, and uh, some comedians on board well-known ones who performed at the Melbourne Comedy Festival in the Mm. past so Mm. um, we'll have to check that out and see what it's like
4: For sure. So that's in a nutshell, uh, the kind of update where we're at. We're very excited to be back at sea. We are on Pacific Explorer, sailing on the very, very first sailing that is out there for 2022. And uh, over the next uh, uh, kind of period of this podcast, we're going to be sharing with you some... comments and feedback from some of the guests on board. We've mm-hmm. also got a new special segment which I'm hoping to now include every time we get an opportunity to go to see. We've got uh, a little part of the Little Cruise podcast. we uh-huh. got a number of kids that are uh, excited to share their oh, experience nice with us. Yeah, because family
5: cruising is such a big part of the Australian cruise experience. Exactly. And internationally too,
4: like globally. So. Exactly. And uh, some feedback from the adults as well. So we're going to take a, a little break and then we'll, we'll come back with a kind of Overview of what we're up to in day two and then we'll bring in some of the adults and a little later on down the track we'll we'll weave into the kids as well. Wow Chris, I think I have just had the best night's sleep in two years, two months and so (laughs) many days. Yes. There is something about
5: sea air and a little motion of the ocean that just rocks you to sleep. I had the balcony door open, I could hear Mm -hmm. the sound of the ocean it's uh, just beautiful yeah and the cool. beds on board are really comfortable yeah no,
4: yeah all, all good all good ticks in the, in the cruise sleep space uh, but we've uh, kind of uh, coming towards the end of day two on board uh, Pacific Explorer and uh, what a day um, yeah had some uh, some great activities so we uh, oh, I was up quite early actually I uh, had an early breakfast up in the pantry, which is mm-hmm. the, uh, the kind of uh, food court area, yep. what we, I guess, traditionally refer to as the buffet. Yeah, Got
5: a little coffee, sat out in the sunshine, and it was a beautiful morning. Yeah, and, uh, you arrived a little bit later. I did, but I also had breakfast in the pantry. And the, the pantry's interesting because um, it's not like that traditional buffet where it's all open and you just sort of go from space to space and it's yep. all sort of in one area. They actually have it broken up into sort of themed meal areas, which during lunch and dinner are, are a more themed but you find that they have like a, an area where they do the, the scrambled and poached eggs and then mm. they have an area where they do the uh, the pancakes and the waffles and they yep. have an area where they do the toasts and then there's yep. a there's a sugar bar which is even open in the morning yep. And all the sweet pastries and stuff and then during the rest of the day it's where you find all your cakes and desserts and that sort of thing so um m- there's a little area with cereals and that where you can help yourself but everything else is you just ask and they sort of provide so, it for yep. you so a lot of the questions I was getting before coming on back on board a, a cruise ship is how they're handling the buffet, and it's not, well, the pantry is already a unique idea, but it's done really well here.
4: Yeah, the um, the fruits are all uh, pre-plated, so you get a mm-hmm. little bowl of fresh fruits. You for for breakfast, you can warm, find an ex Benedict station, as you say, mm-hmm. or you can. Yeah. In so many different areas, and then I guess when that transfers over to lunch, then you've got Mexican stations, you've got Indian stations, you've got roasts, you've got pastas, yeah. you've got, fish and chips, there's yeah. Asian, yeah, yes. there's yeah, all sorts of yeah, all sorts styles, things going yeah. on, but. Uh, now really enjoyed breakfast up there and I have to say, um, I think they say, I forget the number of passengers on board actually, but um, there doesn't seem to be any bottlenecks anywhere. You yeah. can get a table everywhere you want, doesn't no matter what lounge or restaurant yeah. you go to. The ship's
5: laid out really well, yeah. like Sunclass Cruises were already a good design, but they've yeah. done a great job with, with the p of this one. Yeah,
4: um, so after breakfast we, we caught up and uh, we uh, joined the team and we uh, had um,
5: uh, the morning quiz, of course. Yeah, with the, the cruise we joined, director. We did. We had a quiz with the cruise director. We had a team of three. Uh, Luke, who I think yep, we we'll an come interview in, and uh, later. That's in the, right, yep. the Cruise. Um, he joined us for that, and uh, um, you know we've made lots of. Well you, you obviously, seeing a lot of people that we know on mm-hmm. board coming on this first thing, being based in Australia, so it's nice to have, um, to have bumped into lots of different people around the ship, um, and to be able to see people enjoying themselves in that quiz. Um, it was a bit of a different take on, on the quiz where you you write your answer down and then a, a runner from your team takes it down and yeah. then they, they, they read out the answers. There's some, there's some um, right answers, there's some wrong answers, there's some cheeky answers, <laughs> and there's some answers they can't read at 10 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> which go in a special pile.
4: <laughs> <laughs> On a ship it is all about the food, so then of course it was time for lunch and uh, back to the, the waterfront where a, g- a, great, a great range of Aussie classics is probably the best way yeah. I will describe it. A little bite-sized pub treats combined mm. with some healthier options. Yeah. And
5: there was a turkey sausage roll, which like sounds a bit random, but it was really good. Lots of people um, were having that yeah. in the restaurant actually, very very popular. And uh, you know, there's a, a chicken a chicken burger. There's um, a pie. There's a, there's a few other things. Yeah, like chicken, all good old chicken palmy. Chicken palmy, yep. Yeah. And then there's a couple of options where you can pay a little extra fee for something a little bit special. So yep. they're on there as well. Uh, down the bottom under a title of indulge, I think. Yeah, yeah. But again,
4: a really attentive service. I couldn't fault it. Like absolutely great. the a
5: cheesecake was amazing. Oh, see, I'm not a dessert person, but uh, yeah. yeah. Bounces yeah. into
4: his cheeses and wines and I, <laughs> I'll, I'll have the sweet tooth. Then <laughs> <laughs> uh, then we had a bit of free time. You went off and I think you did a bit of bingo. I had a, a prior yeah. appointment that I had to attend yeah. with a, a few uh, cruise industry
5: friends. Yeah, uh, two two numbers away from winning the jackpot. But, uh, ah, and awesome. the jackpot was $1,000 today, but it's now, it's now um, uh, snowboard over to, to tomorrow where it's um, 1700 So that would be nice. you playing it's, again? Oh yes, I think so. I might have to I'm join you today. Yeah, join us. One. To, yep. yeah.
4: And um, that kind of weaved into evening drinks, pre-dinner drinks. Then we had a little bite to eat, and then we uh, we were treated to that uh, to new show that's yes. on board. Now, this new show is a an additional charge. Um, yep. They haven't specified what the additional charge is, but uh, the rumor is it's something between about fifteen, twenty-ish dollars. Um, for the show, which I think some people might initially think oh, why would you pay for a show when there's already another show going oh, on worth well, it though, right? Absolutely worth it, it. probably so good the best or the second best show I've ever seen on a cruise ship I would, I would agree with you there. Yeah, um, a full 90 minutes of non-stop laughs But if you are easily offended do not go no,
5: but if you're not definitely go yeah, and it's adults only yeah no I, think, kids I think it's yeah, I think it's 16 plus or or eighteen plus. I think it's like 18, that. Yeah, eighteen. plus. Yeah. yeah, they they put signs up. Yeah,
4: um, it's different. It's not like anything else I've seen on a cruise ship. A little bit risque, uh, but yeah, yep. you do not stop laughing for the for the whole ninety minutes. And highly,
5: highly. And there's audience participation. Yes, and uh, they actually encourage you to take pictures for Instagram and social. Yeah, I've never heard that and, before and on a cruise say, ship. You know, we usually do the announcement saying, and we say, <laughs> do what you want, take yeah. pictures, just tag us. Yeah, so,
4: share it, share it, yeah, share yeah. it and um, so that's purple Rabbit, which purple is Rabbit. Uh, it's not going to happen every day on the cruise and depending on your duration it may happen a couple of times uh, but um, yeah if you if you like a good laugh and you're not evilly offended definitely book book early because it is in one of the smaller theaters so people may be disappointed if they don't get that ticket yep. um as soon as they get on board kind of
5: rolled right into a, a, a comedy show
4: yes well. which yeah. of course piano is very famous for they do have dedicated uh, comedy cruises but on any voyage they've always got the comedy club open and uh, After 10 o'clock it is again adults only Mm. and uh, yes, a really, really good comedian. I didn't know of him, um, but apparently as you said he comes from the the Melbourne Comedy Circuit and is quite famous in Australia, Um,
5: but yeah, great show once again. We should probably say, as we're sitting here at the end of the day on the balcony, we're now in our Gatsby outfits, Uh, (laughs) (laughs) well as best we could do. They actually had a theme um, on board for the the meals, uh, for the um, uh, dress code tonight, so it was Gatsby themed. And um, I missed the email, so we have, email, we uh, have to... I, had a, I have a suit and, and tie with a very nice Windsor knot that a, that a friend of mine uh, helped me with. <laughs> it's been a long time since I put a tie on. <laughs> Probably the last time I was on a cruise, in fact. <laughs> um, but uh, some people went, went all out, and they had the suspenders and their hats yep. and all sorts of things. So. so
4: do look out, if you're going on a P&O cruise, and I believe Carnival also have themes as well, there's a, generally a flyer that tells you what Themes will be happening on your cruise, or it'll be in your cruise personaliser. So make mm. sure you... D- there will generally always be a white party and a Gatsby party, but if it's longer, there's probably a few others in there yeah. as well. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah, I would say uh, g- uh, probably a good 70% of the guests on
5: board really did make that effort and, and yeah. get involved. And, and, uh, and just for the international listeners, when we talk about P&O in this podcast, on this particular episode, we're talking about the Australian version of p Yes, P&O. very different um, from the different UK the version. UK one, so yeah, when we talk about theme nights, they, they don't, I don't think they do that on the yeah. UK. Um, but it's all about relaxed holidays in p oh, and Australia. It's good though, isn't
4: it? It's, I'm relaxed. I'm good. I'm yeah, in yeah. a good space. Very good.
5: <laughs>
4: so we'll be back shortly um, and uh, finish off with uh, uh, the recap of uh, day three. But of course, in just a moment, we'll be uh, speaking to Luke and uh, finding out his thoughts on the cruise so far. We've got a few other adults to throw into the mix as well. And later, we'll also be bringing in the new segment, the Little Cruise Podcasts.
5: So we're back and we've actually got a, uh, another guest on board who's going to give us a little bit of insight into his cruise experience. If you've been listening to the Big Cruise podcast since the very beginning, you might remember him because he was on episode six, I believe, speaking to us about the Queen Elizabeth and it's Luke. Hey Luke, how are you going? G'day Chris, how are you mate? Good, nice to see you on board. Yeah, good to be back, uh, wow. so many people that are interested in cruising on this particular ship and trip brother. and it's uh, one of the reasons why you're here, I believe. Oh definitely, um, how can you not? miss it, you know, the first one in two years, two months, and so many days is, Ah, oh, it's been mind-blowing. Like, how good is it to be back? It's just wonderful, isn't it? And, and how did you find the, the whole experience of coming back on the ship for the first time uh, since the cruising shut down? What was that? What was the emotion? What was the feeling like? I, you know, I think a moment that will stick with me for a very long time
2: is cruising onto the Sydney Harbour and actually hearing, you know, the captain make his announcement, um, you know, about the departure and how long it's been and then the blow of that whistle Mm. you know it was I think if no one on board got to shiver up their spine then. And they <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, they shouldn't have been there, but it was Dan uh, to, to hear the the cheers and the applause yeah. when it happened. And we probably woke everyone up in Sydney as we went as we went out. But there was quite a uh, bit of
5: interest in the harbour, wasn't there? There's, it was there's a few boats out, a helicopter, a few other things. Just yeah, traveled. it was. Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. And it was, uh, and I'm sure it was a great sight for all of Sydney to see as well. Yeah, you know, uh, the Explorer going back out through Darling Harbour and out through the Heads. Yeah, it was, it was amazing. It was magical. It? Yeah. yeah.
5: And what do you think of the ship? I mean, uh, I know you, obviously you've been on, on Queen Elizabeth once before, you, you've done, uh, you told me um, off air that you've done a lot of um, travel in your time and spent a lot of time um, traveling around the world. And how does this ship compare to, to other travel experiences?
2: Uh, you know, it's what a well laid out ship, you know, and I'm you know, walking around on day one and again, I've never been on, on board a P&O ship, uh, my first time on an Explorer. and you know, just day one, just setting out and exploring the ship and finding where everything is and sort of getting your um get you know, getting your bearings, it was so easy to do. Mm. And everywhere you go, there's smiling crew. Mm. Um the excitement and the you know, the, the the cheerfulness that everyone has on board on day one. It it was just um oh it was <laughs> You couldn't, you couldn't, you couldn't, couldn't describe it. The, you know, the it crew were
5: pretty, pretty emotional and pretty, um, uh, I think, uh, excited to see passengers coming back on board, weren't I, they? I, I think, I think they're happier than anyone, I believe, yeah. it's, um, and that's very clear to see. So, do you have a favourite place on board the ship so far? Something that stands out to you? Well, us uh, that sounds like a loaded question. Um. <laughs> okay, you can have a, you can have a list. Bar- Barry always asks me um, uh, questions about uh, you know ones that I'm looking forward to the most or cru- cruises yeah. I'm, I'm most looking forward to, and I, I can never answer in one. So I'll give you I'll give you um, some, some leeway there. You can have a couple of <laughs> favourite places. Oh, thank you. <laughs> You're very uh, welcome. Um, yeah, the waterfront. Um, what a well laid out
2: and beautiful restaurant that's been. Um, you know, dining in there, it's it's so well appointed and and the the service has been second to none. Mm-hmm. Um, the explorer's bar mm-hmm. um i had a beer in there with baz and what an atmosphere yeah you know the the music playing and um you know you, you've always got someone there ready to take a drinks order when you when your pint's empty so <laughs> it's which is the most there's a important. lot of live music around
5: the ship too isn't there
2: there is so much entertainment like yeah. you um everywhere you go there's there's something to do
5: yeah yeah and i saw that there's a little uh, hidden bar there is just by the
2: blue Room. yeah um and what a Unique use of space. Yeah, you know, it's um, you, you if you didn't know it was there, you'd walk straight past it. Um, I can't remember, can't recall the name of it, but um, it's it's a great little bar. Yeah, I mean, if you ever ever on board Explorer, you know, if you're approaching the Blue Room, look left.
5: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Um, and so in terms of uh, this this uh, particular ship compared to other sort of, you know, higher end hotel and uh, and land based experiences that you've had, I mean, what what stands out for the For you, in terms of the cruise experience and and what makes travelling by ship special,
2: the crew on board this ship has been
5: uh, astounding. Like they've
2: just been incredible. Um, You know, remembering your name. You know, our uh, our steward in our room. You know, every morning as you walk out the door, it's a big Mm. cheery good morning and how was your night? Have a great day, that sort of thing. And you know, they make lovely little animals for you on your <laughs> bed and leave you little messages. And it's just that touch, you know, that oh, just it's sort of nice, goes. Isn't it? It's just that personal touch. Yeah. And, and like, you, you don't get that in hotels, you don't get that on planes, you don't get that anywhere else. But on the cruise ships, it's just that's what draws you in, right? Yeah. Building that relationship with your, with your crew
5: and other passengers. Very and
2: it, it, is, it is very special.
5: Now, I saw you up at the front of the ship yesterday when something yeah. pretty special happened. Yes. Yeah, some, some sea life. Yes,
2: um, cruising along yesterday. I think we were, we turned back south by then, um, and we, we had some, I think I think it was about forty or fifty pod of dolphin. Yeah, it was amazing, um, wasn't it? Oh, it was incredible. Just playing off the front of the ship, and um, you know they did the announcement from the bridge as well, saying that there was some dolphins, yeah. and it definitely drew some interest. Yes, it did. Uh, our quiet spot definitely. Became less
5: quiet. They were um, just just playing around in the water near the ship, showing off. Yeah, oh, exactly right. And I think the dolphins are happy we're back. <laughs> yeah, I think it sounds <laughs> like the dolphins are very happy. But, you know, p and a bit of history moment here. But P&O used to have the dolphin logo on the fair star so it was almost fitting that the Dolphins came was. back to welcome the brand back it, out onto the sea. Was. It was a good welcome party. Um, and I think you know one of the things that that stood out for me is that d- despite wherever else you go, um, it's that is that view of standing on you know, your balcony or on the deck and just seeing nothing but ocean and then some sea life comes past you just can't get that in any other experience exactly right yeah yeah exactly right well Luke, thanks so much for talking to me i no, hope welcome. you've enjoyed the rest of the time on board and uh, you know until next time we'll see you on board
4: so next up we're catching up with marita now marita you are a long time cruiser big fan of cruising i know um, what is it like to finally be back at sea?
3: Oh, there are no words to describe. To finally be able to step back on board a cruise ship and sail away, sail under Sydney Harbour, which is one of the most spectacular harbours in the world, and just feel at ease. You know, you kind of feel like you're back at home when you're on a cruise ship. You know, the, the crew, um, the people around you just make you feel like you've you've come back home.
4: Oh, it is, it is. <laughs> and. Uh, you know, we've had this two years, two months, and however many days it has been now. The excitement of even the, the, the people in the terminal. Obviously, they've been out of work for all this time. They they just seemed genuinely so so happy and grateful to be welcoming back to the people to the ships, didn't they?
3: Hundred percent. And just to see the smile on their faces and the warm welcoming um, you know glow on their face to be able to see people again, to be able to serve. Um, you know, guests on board again, see them, happy faces. It's just fantastic.
4: <laughs> now, for some of our listeners that may be around the world but are not familiar, we have said on the podcast before that PNO Australia is not PNO UK, it's a very, very different product. Um, what do you really like about PNO Australia?
3: I love that it's Australian. I love that you get on board and you get a touch of modern Australia. Mm -hmm. Um, It's familiarity, you know. You've got people on board. They do come from all different countries around the world. But just walking around the ship, um, you kind of feel like you're at home, you know. You're you're home. It's very familiar and, and it's great.
4: And soon we will have another two uh, P&O ships in our waters as well, which is even better news.
3: We will. Two new brand new ships for P&O Cruises Australia, um, Pacific Adventure and Encounter, and it's going to be fantastic to hop on board those two ships as well.
4: Mm -hmm. If you had to choose one venue or one experience on board Explorer, as being your your standout uh, memory from this particular cruise, uh, is there anything that jumps out?
3: Oh, look, I think it's Luke's Restaurant. Yep, Um, Absolutely fantastic, beautiful meal. And just the attention to to detail in the the presentation of the food, the service on board, um, wonderful.
4: And again, for the benefit of our listeners elsewhere in the world, Luke is a restaurant that is from Luke Mangan. Luke Mangan, is He's yes. a famous celebrity chef. Uh, got a lot of restaurants down here in Australia. And yes. uh, again, it's modern Australian cuisine. That's probably the best way to it describe sure it. It
3: sure is. It sure is. In that licorice parfait for dessert outstanding I don't do
4: dessert but everybody (laughs) raves about it yeah yes, it's it's, it's fantastic (laughs) now um, of course no the great news is that cruising is back underway and there's uh, a lot of excitement with even more ships coming into our our waters Um, what to you doesn't matter what cruise line you, you think of what is the best thing about being on a cruise ship
3: It is the fact that you can do what you want, when you want. Wake up whenever you like, eat whenever you like with a choice of so many wonderful outstanding options and just really relax. You can really wind down whether you're on a a two-night cruise, a five-night cruise or a ten-night cruise. It doesn't matter. The fact that when you sail out of port, your reality is gone you know you don't think about work you don't think about home you are just on holiday Mm -hmm. you're in a totally different frame of mind and it is no matter where you are in the world it is the most relaxing and wonderful type of holiday experience
4: brilliant and I'm sure I'll see you back on board another ship because we quite often bump into each other
3: absolutely absolutely (laughs)
4: thanks Marita thanks again
3: now for the
6: little cruise podcast My name's Charlotte, and I'm a Pacific explorer. Um, I love swimming in the water because um, I like. I always have to rescue my sister because she She only does um dog paddle.
4: Oh, so you rescue her, <laughs> 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 wicked! <laughs> have you got some favourite food from the ship?
6: Um, donut.
4: Donuts. Where did do you find donuts?
6: Mm, at the cafe.
4: Oh, go have to go find them. Do you have a hot chocolate with it? Cool. And uh, what have you been up to in kids club?
6: Um, I've been playing toys.
4: Oh, what's your favourite toy up there?
6: Um, the equipment.
4: Oh, what's in that? Like climbing like a, equipment?
6: Yeah, ah. like a slide and balls that you can shoot through the hole. Ah, yeah. Cool.
4: And do you do all this with um, your sister, or you got some friends that you met at kids club?
6: I have friends at Kids Club.
4: Ah, cool. So when are you going to tell mommy and daddy that you next need to go on another cruise?
6: Um, Kids Club. (laughs) Awesome. And swimming.
4: Kids Club and swimming are the best things about Kids Club. (laughs) Cool, love it. Thank you very much.
7: Um, it's really exciting to be back on a cruise and all the good food and stuff.
4: What's your favourite restaurant?
7: Dragon's Lady. Yeah? Yeah.
4: What about else? What else have you been up to on the ship?
7: Um, the flying fox and uh, the um, water slides have been the best. Yeah. Like, fun stuff.
4: good in the pools and in the hot tubs.
7: Yeah, it's really weird though because the pools are warmer than the hot tubs. <laughs> I love it. Yeah.
4: <laughs> and what have you missed most about being on a cruise ship? The food. Yeah.
7: Food. It's very nice to have like all the just not having to cook and clean afterwards <laughs> and just eating good food.
4: So how many lunches and dinners do you have every day?
7: Well, yesterday I had two breakfasts. I had uh, pancakes and then an English breakfast. (laughs) And then for lunch I had chips because I had chips at like 11 at the buffet and then I went down to actual dining room for lunch. And then last night I had probably some food at 5 and then food at 8 because we watched the show.
4: Ah, and then did you sneak in a little bit before you went to bed maybe? Pop to the buffet again?
7: No, I just oh. went straight to bed. I was <laughs> very tired.
4: So um, when you're next going on the cruise, do you know which ship you're going to be going on next? Uh,
7: yeah, <clears throat> um, the next cruise that we're going to do is the MSC Seaview.
4: Oh, in Europe?
7: Around, yeah, around the Mediterranean. Nice. Anything, Genoa.
4: Cool. You've enjoyed the ship, yeah. Cool. Thanks, Toby. Really appreciate it, mate. Yeah.
7: Thank you.
1: I really like the bit where I could um, go to kids club, especially the bit where I got to make my little lizard.
4: Oh, it's cool. Uh, how long did that take you to make?
1: About a couple of minutes, maybe oh. even one hour.
4: Yeah. And what other things have you done in kids club?
1: Well, I've been. Um, I've been doing some art because I made some bracelets and I got some masks. And um, I also got. Um, I also won a PO keyring.
4: You won a keyring? A PO keyring? Yeah. Brilliant. And have you got a favourite um, place on the ship?
1: Well, probably the arcade place where I haven't been, and um, definitely like some of those water slide things and the entertainment.
6: And I really liked
1: the double bunk sleeping on top of it.
4: Oh, you've got a double bunk in your room? Yeah. Wow.
1: <laughs> Two of them.
4: Cool. So you get to sleep on top.
1: Mm-hmm. And what's your
4: favourite food on board?
1: I don't know. Probably the desserts. Like, Yesterday night I had a banana split for oh, the wow. first time in my life. Going to really have
4: that again tonight, maybe?
1: No, I want to have something else. Like, <laughs> I didn't know not know, the jelly with the rainbow cookies.
4: Sounds even better. I know. <laughs> and what's your favourite thing about going on a cruise
1: ship? Well, I get to make new friends, and I get to be with my cousin, and I well and... I get to play on fun things, and that kind of stuff. Excellent.
4: Well, Chris, it's uh, time for a wrap-up. We were uh, almost at the end of the very first Australian cruise yes. on board Pacific Explorer. And uh, I guess time for a bit of a recap of uh, day three, and then uh, our thoughts on uh, cruising and what we've missed what we've loved and I guess a couple of tips for uh, people that uh, may be coming back for the first time and just things to bear in mind and that uh, remind them of that little bit of patience but uh, yeah what did we get up to yesterday
5: well day three you know like when the ship's been at sea for a couple of days people really get into the sort of swing of things so the, the whole ambience on the ship becomes very comfortable you've got those people that you've met on board which is nice yep. that's a um, you know familiar faces in the dining rooms and throughout the ship so that's always one of the things that's really enjoyable about uh, the cruise experience is all the new people that you get to meet mm-hmm. um, so day three we uh, started off with with breakfast I think you had um, breakfast in the uh, yeah I went with some friends to the waterfront mm-hmm. sort of a sit-down breakfast yep yep yeah so um, you know nice to be waited on which is one of those One of those um, things that I guess I missed about cruising was the relaxed sort of start to the day.
4: Yeah, I've I've got to admit, I'm not a fan of breakfast in the main restaurants. I prefer to head up to uh, either the leader or the marketplace Mm. or the pantry or whatever you want to refer to it as and uh, just have a bit more of a relaxed uh, breakfast. That's kind of my vibe for a morning. I generally do the same. Yeah.
5: yeah. Made the the choice yesterday to go to the dining room. I think given the, the, the... well. Given the other breakfast we've had on board, I think perhaps the alfresco was the better choice okay. on this yep. particular trip. And uh, I've
4: particularly enjoyed having a nice little coffee out on the open deck. Um, mm. And yesterday morning it was uh, it was nice when I was out there. And then uh, the weather had changed for the rest of the day. But uh, the captain and his crew did their best to avoid the worst of the weather for us. And uh, we did a few little circles out in the ocean to yeah. try and get the best of the, the weather, which was nice of them.
5: Actually, as we sat here right next to the New Zealand Natural Ice Cream Bar, which is quite popular on the warmer cruises. And you can probably hear this now and then the sounds of coffee being made in the background because they do have baristas on board of course it's proper uh, proper coffee so that's nice
4: yeah and can't complain i've certainly had a lot worse coffee on cruise ships so. yeah
5: they've done a good job with the coffee here and it seems like they're using um pre- pretty fresh milk rather than the US, uht stuff so that's yeah, also good which is a
4: good, a good good nod um then of course we uh well you actually had a bit of a time for some quiz quiz time which is always yes. popular i uh, i had a bit of a catch up with a few friends that i hadn't seen for a while
5: did, uh, did you win at the quiz? No, we didn't win, but we did get some of the answers. Well, we got quite a few of the answers, right? One of the, one of the questions was actually, what are the two next ships that are coming to join the P&O Australia <coughs> fleet? And of course you would know that. Yes, I did. <laughs>
4: Do you? Pacific adventurer and Pacific encounter encounter yes hey. <laughs>
5: yeah we did get that right didn't do us much good though because we didn't win the quiz <laughs> um, as, as I said I think earlier in the in the podcast they have an interesting way of doing it here where all the right answers go into a bucket and they pull out the winner at the end yep. so um, you, you have more chances to win the more you get right yep um, and they also put some of the answers in there that are hilarious but wrong <laughs> as well just to shake things up a bit so you can either be a comic or you can be a uh, you can try and be accurate. <laughs> yeah,
4: <laughs> they, they do seem to like their quizzes on board. They also yeah. like their live music. And again, there was lots of live music around the ship. Um, they, yeah. The weather wasn't that warm yesterday, so there wasn't too many people in the pools, but there was certainly a lot of people participating in the, the edge activities, which mm. of course, yeah. involves a the zip line, line and the rock, and the rock, climbing, the rock climbing and
5: the, the plank and various different
4: things. Uh, there's the
5: water slides on board this one. Mm-hmm. Um, and the the swimming pools, there's two, two main pools in the middle of the ship. One is heated, one is not. Mm-hmm. So the, the heated one was definitely the more popular one <laughs> yesterday, that's for sure. And then of course
4: towards the, the aft around the uh, spa area, they've got the, the smaller pool and a couple of hot tubs as well. So there is definitely space to find a little spot to call your own, relax mm-hmm. and unwind.
5: They have an adults-only Oasis at the front of the ship as yep. well. So it's um, for you know 18 plus and uh, you can just kind of go there to, to get some quiet time, I suppose.
4: Yeah, that would be a good, good little vibe on board. Um, and then, of course, yesterday evening we we had yet another show. This time, we went to the main show lounge and we saw one of the, the cast productions, which again was very
5: good. It was a rock show. The band was amazing.
4: Yeah, no, the band yeah. was very, very good. And um, I think just the the balance of entertainment on board's been been great. Yeah. Um, be interesting to see what other activities are kind of thrown into the mix as more and more guests become on board and uh, there's different things going on around the ship. But uh, yeah, no, I think they've done a very, very good job on this this first cruise indeed. And. Uh, I think we said it a couple of times in the, the first parts of the, the podcast that it's, uh, overall it's, it's the, the crew, it's the service that yeah, uh, I've missed the most and I've appreciated the most and it's just good to see them back enjoying what they do and uh, certainly doing it with a big smile on their face.
5: And in quite a few of the crew that I've been speaking to are our P&O crew that have come back you yep. know, after the pandemic, so they're just so happy to be back, they're back on their ship. Yep. Um, you know back in that uh, familiar surroundings as well and and just just glad to be I think working mm. at sea again yeah
4: no I agree I agree um, so I guess if we have to kind of well we'll, we'll do a couple of tips first actually to uh, so what people may need to just Consider and bear in mind if they're coming back on one of the, mm. the first four for any cruise line. It doesn't necessarily matter which one. I think uh, we did touch on the Verifly system, which I think yes. everybody needs to try and get their head around because p isn't the only cruise line that is using this system, um, and it really Princess just and a few others are as well. Yeah. Yep. Um, so it really, really will make your uh, embarkation process so much easier. Um, So do try and get your head around that. And just come with a dash of patience at the terminal. You know, everything Mm. is new. Even though these guys are doing their absolute best, technology doesn't always work. Mm. It worked perfectly fine for me, but I'm sure there will be instances where the app crashes or you know we have yeah, to go back to paper sure. systems or whatever so yeah bring bring it back up have a bit of patience and um, uh, just show everybody a bit of love as you come back to cruising for the first it's time. It's
5: funny you say that because um, on the ship they've got um, Bingo which I think we've spoken about oh, before yeah. and they have paper cards and also tablets and oh, the okay. only, only problems they had was with the tablets because the tablets <laughs> were crashing and of course the paper card doesn't crash. Yes. <laughs> so you know technology can can be wonderful but every now and then there's a little glitch and just just have to have a, a moment of patience for those sorts of things.
4: Yeah. Yeah, and I think um, on certainly this voyage has been a few little issues with the internet. Um, I think it's all to do with the satellite, they've had problems with a consistent signal from the satellites, um, but I'm sure they will iron that out. Uh, again, it's with uh, on the first cruise, so there's expected to be mm. a few little issues, and I'm not complaining in the slightest. Um, it was nice
5: to be disconnected for a bit, actually. It was,
4: it was, yeah. absolutely. Um, and I think the other thing to probably recommend, is, from my point of view, is if you want to do any of the uh, speciality dining, and uh, well, with that I'm going to throw in Angelos, Dragon Lady, uh, amongst other things. Luke's. Luke's yep, yep, yep. Um, just make sure you make a reservation, try and make it early on. Particularly if you've got a, like a milestone that you want to celebrate on a particular day. Um, then do get in early, head down to the uh, the, the reservations area for those restaurants and, and lock something in, mm. because they do become uh, very busy, very popular, very uh, quickly. Uh,
5: yeah, and we, we thought yesterday we might just try and sneak in a an extra sort of um, special meal in one of those uh, restaurants and that on the C-Day there and even though it looks like there's space in the room in the um, dining room there is you know reservations and they, I think they also have some um, venue capacity caps and yeah, stuff yep. so it, it might look like you could just wander in but, but you can't yeah. you, you need to be sort of planning that ahead a little bit in advance mm-hmm.
4: um, I think people are probably going to ask us about face masks and social distance mm, and things. things yep, I've already had
5: a few messages on socials okay. about that yeah
4: and i think it all comes down to a bit of common sense there are some venues where it's obvious that you'll probably would need to wear a face mask and one of those are probably the main theaters yep um because obviously you're sat so close to to other passengers and yep. other guests um so that is something that's enforced as you're walking into a theater or an entertainment venue they do have people on hand to give you masks also during check-in there's masks. yeah, yep. yeah exactly so uh, you certainly need to wear one from the terminal onto the ship. Once you're out and about in the public areas, it's common sense. If you can't maintain social distance, you should be putting a mask on. And masks are available from crew and bars and venues all around the ship. As you're walking into uh, pretty much the theater and other live venues, um, then there are staff on hand to, to hand those out for you. Mm. But other than that, um, you're pretty much free to do what you want. They remind yeah. you, of course, to wash your hands, which they've always had hand sanitizer everywhere. But they have yeah. installed some uh, wash stations. Yeah, particularly on the, the buffet, right? the entry yeah. to the pantry, which is a nice little touch. Actually, I I think that should have been introduced probably before. Anyway, it's yeah. uh, and it's good to see everybody using it. Um, and other than that, nothing's really changed. It's it's yeah. the, the good they old have, cruise experience.
5: They have. Um, some social distancing circles on the floors and the entrances yep. to the to the restaurants. Um, the lifts we've noticed have got the um, the filters, yep. the UV UV light filters that help um, kill the bacteria,s um, which I think is an addition since last time I was yep. on the cruise ship. But you know, generally, as you're wandering around the ship, it just feels like. You know, 2019 really, yeah it?
4: No, it does. It, it feels like we haven't gone through the last two years, two yeah. months, and however it's many been days. Fan, it's been fantastic.
5: <laughs> <laughs> just to just forget about it for a bit. You so know. I
4: guess in a nutshell, I know the rest of the world, and if you're listening to the UK, you're probably thinking, "Oh, what you're going on about? that We've already done through this. We've yeah. already gone through but it." But Australia, here Australia hasn't. This is our first time. So yeah. you know. But if you are here in Australia or even New Zealand's, and uh, cruising is uh, re- about to resume over there as well in the not too distant future. Don't hesitate, buckle cruise, it, it, it's exactly what you wanted previously and a little bit more. Uh, you just got to come with that little dash of patience mm. and uh, a bit of more respect for the crew and your fellow guests and everything will be a great experience.
5: It's been really nice to travel with you both.
4: Yeah, it has actually, I think it's probably the first time we've sailed together, we've I been on ships so. previously we've together.
5: ship tours and inspections but I'm pretty sure this is the first sailing and, yeah. and given our intention when we started the podcast two, two years ago, was to be doing cruising reviews and, and sharing the experience It's nice two years later that firstly, we were able to do that. But secondly, that we had all the support we've had over the last two years with the podcast. It's yeah. been been wonderful. Lots of people on board have, have come up and, and talked to us about it. Yep. Um, they know the podcast, they've heard it. So um, you know, thank you to all the listeners too to get us here.
4: Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for your support with uh, Buy Me A Coffee. Uh, thank you to the suppliers that have, you know, provided us with all the information, the press releases, and all the, the great news that has been coming out of the cruise industry of late. And it is only going to go from strength to strength. So it's been amazing to be part of this uh, yeah. first cruise. This is just and the first
5: of many firsts now, as exactly. all the other cruise lines come back as yeah. well.
4: And um, we wish every single one of them all the success for for the, the forthcoming season. And of
5: course, P&O has the other two coming online this year, so it's a very exciting year for them.
4: Yep. Yeah. Good luck, guys. Make sure you get a cruise locked in. Uh, You won't be disappointed, and uh, who knows, you might find me and Chris out on uh, the next cruise with
5: you. Sounds great. Let's (laughs) do that. Cheers, mate. See ya.
3: That's all for today. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you find your favourite podcasts. Until next time, bon voyage.